Welcome to the She Who Leads podcast. I'm your host, Marit, a somatic coach for women ready to design and create lives, careers, and relationships and businesses that they love. My intention with this podcast is to share insights and tools with you to embody your future self now and to come fully alive. Because it is then that you can consciously lead and elevate your life in a way that actually feels good and energizing and nourishing instead of overwhelming and draining. My intention is for you to walk down a different paradigm for a moment, because that's really all it takes. One energetic shift, one new insight that lasts maybe only a second, but can elevate the course of your life. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give us a follow, to write a short review, and to share this episode with a friend who might need to hear this as well. And whenever you're ready, I invite you to come join us in our bi-monthly She Who Leads virtual circle to check in with yourself and to casually connect with other women leaders who are also carving their own path. Now on to the episode. Hey everyone, I'm sitting here with an incredible woman. Her name is Nicole and I'm really fired up to have a chat with her about a topic that honestly has been shrouded in secrecy and shame, but is in fact a fundamental part of our shared human experience. Um, We're here to clear up some stigma around menstruation and to explore a new perspective that actually celebrates this power that we have and the uniqueness of our natural cycles that people who menstruate go through monthly. So I personally, I'm on a mission here for us to stop seeing it as a burden or inconvenience or something to be hidden away, but actually something that fires us up and is the power and supports us in leading aligned lives. So Nicole, I can't wait to dive in with you and to, yeah, to hear how this fire came in your life and how you bring this to, to your communities. Thank you for having me. I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. So excited. Thank you. Let's end some of the stigmas. Yes. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Bust those men. So to start, can you give us a short introduction on yourself and your life's work? Yeah. So my name is Nicole Fredrickson, and I am a holistic women's health educator and um, health coach as well. Oh my gosh, doing a short one on a life's work is always hard, but really I'm on a mission (laughs) to change the world one period at a time. And yeah, so that's really what I'm here to do is just help. I'm really passionate about connecting women with reconnecting women with our bodies and with our cycles and then uncovering, well, healing whatever challenges we might be facing and then also uncovering the power that it really holds and the advantage that it brings to us in our world as women, be that in our careers or in our, just in our day-to-day lives. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a little bit about my fire. I love I that mission. Get more into it. Yeah. We need it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I feel let's start the conversation kind of broader on a macro level. So I saw you wrote some, somewhere, cyclical living is the antidote to hustle culture. What do you mean by that? It's a great question. So I, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and just thinking about like my own personal journey, which of course is how I got into this work as I think a lot of us um, in the holistic health space, you know, comes usually from a personal 
journey or someone close to us. It was all of the above in my case. Um, but the more I thought about it, you know, I had about a 15 year career before I started my own business in both the corporate and nonprofit spaces. And um, I always had this kind of like deeper feeling within me that there was a better way to work. And I was always in the cycle of kind of like hustling and burning out and crashing because I'm a very passion driven person and I've always worked for organizations that I have a lot of passion for. So I don't, I never really knew like when to put on the brakes myself because I would just kind of go, go, go because of the passion was driving me and inevitably yeah. I would burn out and I would crash. Um, and I definitely have noticed um, in my time since starting my own business, when I first started it, it was a slightly different format. And I burnt myself out with that first go at it, because I really approached it like I, with the same structures and understanding of when I was working in an organization, or and within like our system and the cultural norms of the workplace. And I just kind of transferred those over to my business that I was starting. And you know, got things going and then really ended up in the same cycle that I had been before. Not ironically, <laughs> not, yeah, ironically, <laughs> um, again, you know, like my passion was to work with women and help them heal. And we don't always uh, take our own medicine, so to speak. And so out of that, um, I was really starting to just notice that a lot of pretty much every client that I had, be it if we were working on, you know, their painful periods or their PMS and mood swings, you know, whatever it was, the underlying thing, they were all entrepreneurs. They were all really passionate women and really driven themselves. And I kind of just started putting these pieces together and looking at my own life. And all of a sudden, yeah, it kind of clicked. And I was like, wait. This cyclical living that I practice in my daily life for my health, if I bring this into my business, maybe this is going to help kind of put those pieces together and bring that different way of working to the forefront that I felt like I had been looking for my entire career. And I feel like a lot of us are looking for right now. I definitely just have a lot of conversations with women who want to do things a different way that feels more in line and so that's oh yeah you're here at the right time absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah so, right like we're very we're all put on the earth at the right time right? we are really and if you dare to live your fire yeah. purpose yes yeah so tell me a little bit about that new way of doing things yeah so yeah as far as looking at like how and my belief that our menstrual cycle can be kind of this antidote to hustle culture. It's kind of this answer to this work-life balance question or call that I think is just mm. always been out there in the world. Because I think a lot of times we look at balance, it's like an either or. So mm. if you think about like how hard it is to keep a teeter-totter balanced anyways, like how exhausting is that many ways, yeah. right? And so if we start to look at things a little more from a cyclical standpoint, meaning and it could be your menstrual cycle. It could also be the seasons in nature. It could be the astrological seasons, whatever really resonates and really like you feel most embodied in. If we kind of follow what blueprint is there, which is a lot of ebb and flows. And especially for us as women in our menstruating years with our hormones, we are actually ebbing and flowing in like our energy levels, um, the foods that are going to be most nourishing to support us, um, the type of exercise that maybe is going to like give us the most um, 
like the results we're designing in any part of our phase. So that's all ebbing and flowing. And so if we're going kind of like, we've it's kind of always been expected of us like doing the same thing day in and day out, inevitably, as we see time and time again, and I experienced in my life, it's gonna lead to depletion and exhaustion and burnout most of the time, but burnout's not inevitable. And I love to just give this example. If you think of like a tree or a rose bush and you think about everything it takes, I mean, it basically takes a year for a rose to blossom, right? And if you think of all of the work that's unseen that the rose bush is doing, then you realize that there's, there's value that comes from each stage of that rose bush. <clears throat> and then a lot of culture, like, the action stage, the doing or the blossoming is what's really prioritized and emphasized and that the other phases aren't ones that we maybe are as familiar with or know how to do in our lives or in our business or just like running just our day-to-day lives, any part of it. And Mm -hmm. so by using our menstrual cycle, it gives us a guide when we start to actually like tune into our own cycle and what's happening in our hormones each month and how that's making us feel and how it's kind of playing out on the stage of our life. And so the information's all there. It's just that we've really been disconnected from it. Yeah. Pretty purposefully, honestly, a lot (laughs) in history. (laughs) And then also just some of it is right. Like this is also just the modern world, but you know, there have that's a very long tangent. I'm not going to go on, but there we have been purposely disconnected from it. Yeah, <laughs> as it's really well. true. Yeah, that's like, the whole fire in and of itself burns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this yeah. is one of the things that fires me up so much too. Is that <laughs> yeah. we were born into a world where we celebrate the 24-hour circadian is it circadian rhythm, yeah. Yeah. right? And traditional five-day work weeks, and those were designed around societal norms mm-hmm. <laughs> that revolve around men's yeah. experience male right? biology like, yeah the structure just doesn't align with what naturally wants to happen yeah. in our bodies and I know for myself too just like you and that's also one of the biggest reasons I did not fully thrive I thrived in corporate say two weeks a month <laughs> and then the rest I just I I could get my work done, but I, I would do it in a very different way. I wanted to be alone, couldn't go into the office, right? I didn't want to have noisy trains when I was in New York. Like I needed a very different kind of life. And then two weeks of the month, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get to work, fun. <laughs> be surrounded by everyone. And that really, and I was in a in a position where, where I had some space to experiment with that, to stay at home whenever I felt I needed it. And it just helped me so much in the end, actually, to be more productive, but my way when I wanted to, right? Um, And that just looked different every day of the month. And from that experience, I realized that, one, wow, why did no one ever tell me that? (laughs) That I'm working against myself. And when we do that, I have so much self-judgment, so much... um, really didn't understand why am I feeling so down <laughs> and I let that really influence probably every area of my life not just in work also relationship relationship with myself my health right and now now I started a few years ago I started really educating myself on the different phases of the cycle that we go through typically and understanding what happens for me so there's like 
in general, this is what happens. <laughs> and then this is what actually happens for me. And I really like clockwork every month. There's this one day where, where I wake up and I'm groggy and I'm down and everything is horrible. Nothing's working out. Why am I this person? <laughs> Why am I here? And then also, so I, I track it in my calendar and I always look and it's like the day that I drop into my luteal phase. I don't even know mm -hmm. how to say it. Yeah, Luteal, yeah. that's when our, our hormones drop, right? Yeah. Um, and, and now I'm like, oh, it just means that I have a hormone drop. My body's getting ready, preparing for my moon. Yeah. So my body has stuff to do right now. And really just that realization, knowing where I am in my cycle, like, oh, it's not me. Yes, my mind is making things up right now because I have certain emotions. So it attaches certain thoughts and <laughs> realizations to that that are not even true, right? It just gives me the space to approach myself different, mm -hmm. differently in a way that actually suits me mm -hmm. and the world around me too. So I can really lead from when my body is telling me, hey, this is actually what I need. And that's, that's the first thing is to recognize, oh, what is my body telling me I need? And then I started to, which is another journey to make sure that I actually get what I need. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You want to eat that chocolate bar? Oh yeah. Like yeah. I, I love it now. Like lusciously. Yeah. Right. Mm, yes. Yeah. Cause I know that yeah. a week later, I don't have that craving anymore. And so allowing just, for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah being oh, a gift to myself. Right. Thank yeah. you, body. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to tell my friend I can't come to this thing today. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah. I, my body my body says, no, sorry. <laughs> right? I know, right. And it's really a, a receiving game from, okay, body, what do you need? What do you desire? And mm -hmm. really finding your ways to fulfill those desires has given me so much peace. And, and, this, and, and this is actually a question I have for you. Since I'm doing that, I almost have no pains anymore, no PMS. So yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, is that a, is that a that. thing? Like, yeah, I, never... I love hearing that. Yeah. So, like, yes, yeah. I I say this time and time again to my clients, and this is so much of the work I do actually with women, is because we experience PMS, and this comes back to the cyclical living. Like, a lot of PMS symptoms we experience because of like a dissonance in our bodies. And so it's exactly what you're saying. Our bodies, because they're changing throughout the month hormonally mm. is they're asking for different things. It's asking for different things. It's, it speaks a language of its own that we can learn and is like innate within us. And once you learn it, you're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I know this language. <laughs> I can see, yes. I just speak this language. Um, yeah. But in that second half of your cycle and your hormones are shifting and lowering their, what's happening is they're, they're lowering They're getting to the estrogen and progesterone are going to lower levels. So you may like feel shifts in energy and all that. Um, our body is asking for different things. And when we're not aware of what it's asking for, or how to honor it, like you had said, and what that looks like for us, right. It's going to look very different for everybody. And we're just pushing through it. That's when that yeah. like um, dissonance starts to happen. And that's where a lot of 
PMS symptoms and painful periods and things like that can come about. Right. It's really your body telling you, telling you, Hey, you're going against what I need, what I'm trying to tell you. So I'm going to tell you even louder. (laughs) Exactly. So that was, yeah, Yeah. that, that was my story. (laughs) It was Mm. screaming. Right. And I was just pushing through because that's what we've been told our whole lives to do. Um, Yeah. And there, but that is definitely like such a beautiful observation. Oh yeah. That there's such a correlation there. And with stress, you know, it's like a physical and energetic stress that we're we're putting on our bodies by living out of alignment with our cyclical nature. And over time, it's like anything, it becomes kind of chronic and it builds. And then that's when our body starts to give us larger and larger hints that something is off. And it could could be other hints. Yeah. So like pain, you know, painful periods, extreme mood swings. I mean, mood swings of any kind. So like those were really disruptive for my life and my relationship. And that's one of the things that really, again, like brought me to this work is was, and it was really disruptive in my relationships. There's other things though, like absence of certain things that we might like anticipate I don't like to use the word normal but we may expect to arise like a spike in libido around ovulation is a very natural thing to be occurring all of this caveated if you're not on hormonal birth control because that suppresses ovulation and and you're not actually experiencing this hormonal ebbs and flows Hmm. but you can use the lunar cycle to do the same work um, if you Hmm. are currently on that but yeah, yeah, around ovulation, you would, um, it's very natural to experience that boost in libido. And whatever that means for you, it might not mean like, <laughs> you're like whipping all your clothes off every time in ovulation. <laughs> but it's, it can be really, it might be more subtle in some than others. But a change in libido, for example, if that, or if you kind of feel flatlined your whole cycle, and there's an absence of that, yeah, uh, that can also be your body telling you something. So it could be the, like, arising of things like stress um fatigue anxiety you know it's a lot of things that can this there's a lot of things that can be masked or just or written off pretty easily as oh you're just stressed or oh Mm -hmm. um you're just you know experiencing anxiety and as someone who does experience anxiety from like a mental health standpoint I'm not brushing that off by any means what's really important to look at is are what are you experiencing on a cyclical basis? So what is ebbing and flowing and what are you experiencing consistently? And that's how we can tell if maybe it's tied to our hormonal cycle or our menstrual cycle versus if it's kind of a, a larger um, thing in your life. And so that way, you know, too, like with your medical team and providers, kind of who to take it to if it's something that's more Mm. general and you're going to be wanting to work with like a therapist because it is anxiety that's like spread across or is it something that's very specific to a certain part of your phase and is it something that you can talk to somebody about who's like works with menstrual cycles women's health um, and hormones so that Mm. um those are some of the most common ones that I definitely see are dealing with PMS and painful periods but I like to also just draw attention to the fact that sometimes it's a lack of these superpowers as a, but until you know what those are supposed to be which again to your point no one really yeah. ever teaches us so until you you don't even really know they're missing until you start to learn that yeah 
Yes. And then once you do, you're like, well, <laughs> at least for me, I was like, well, I, I want those back, right? Like I want to reconnect yes. with that yeah. really innate feminine flow and energy and how do yeah. I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And one thing that's coming up for me now is that there's really, I think, and, and I'm talking about myself too, but I think many of us really see our menstruation as a burden, inconvenience, ugh, right? And energetically, what can we do there to shift our mm. thoughts around that and see like, wow, this is actually something really special and awesome that our bodies can do this for us. Like, how do you, question. how do you see yeah. that? I love that question. And it's you used the word journey earlier. And I think that's mm. the perfect, that's the perfect description for it. And I often refer to it. It's definitely like the heroine's journey, right? Of where we're, it's not a perfect circle that we go and it's complete. It's a spiral that, you know, we get there and then there's deeper layers. Um, and for myself personally, I actually have endometriosis. And so for me to get to a point where I accept my cycle as something not life ruining, like, like it would take, you know, yeah. it would take me out of family, days of family vacation, yeah. like memories for me to get to that point has been a journey. And that's why I feel so passionate about sharing this. Cause I still have, you know, flare ups of my endometriosis and, and so I can be in a lot of pain sometimes still during my period, but I now have, you know, like a toolkit to care for that. And I have the awareness of the other opportunities that exist there. And so some of those, um, it's a very intuitive time. If you're familiar with working with the new moon with intention setting and just because of the darkness in the sky, how much is available to us, it's it's really the same. And mm. when we're on our period, we have the same ability to really connect with ourselves on a deeper level if we rest. So to answer your initial question of like, what can we do is really one, one practice to start with is to allow yourself to rest during your period. And I don't mean yeah. take the days off work, lay in your bed all day. Although by all means, if you have the flexibility to do that and it feels right, you, you go for it. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> I do it too. Right. Or I'll like listen to podcasts or do yeah. things that really make me feel really good. But rest yeah. looks is so unique to each of us as well. And yeah. And the differences between old me and new me is that old me would also lay in bed, but hate myself for it. Mm. Right? Yeah. Self-judgment. Yeah. And it would actually, I would not be resting because I would be in yeah. stress all day. Yeah. And now new me is like, oh, yes, okay. I'm just going to lay in bed all day. I'm going to receive that from myself because I'll feel so much better tomorrow and the day after, right? So worth yeah. it. It's yeah. so worth it. And it carries through our whole cycle. Yeah. So again, you'll see the impact of that when you come back around to the more difficult parts of your cycle, whatever those yeah. might be. I feel that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And one, one other thing also that I read the other day was how our menstrual cycle is really a reminder of our ability to birth, to create life, mm -hmm. right? And not just in a physical sense, but also creativity, intuition, spiritual growth, connection, right? And th that was really a, a beautiful, 
I, I kind of hooked that reminder to my menstrual cycle <laughs> that every time I'm like, oh yeah, I'm here to, you know, in our feminine power, I am here to birth. I am here to create, not necessarily a human, <laughs> but here to create life, newness. Mm -hmm. And I remember last time we spoke, you also spoke about how it's not just a physical experience, also like energetic and spiritual. What comes up there for you? Yeah, I feel like it's so, there's so much depth to be had when we start the journey. I think a lot of us start with the physical because maybe we're in yeah. pain, we're experiencing symptoms. And then it unfolds in these depths as you start to see the synchronicities between nature and your own body and really realize that you're like a living embodiment of nature and everything around. Like for me, it really made me feel that feeling of yeah like we are part of nature and nature is going through this cycle and I'm going through this cycle um and then it goes there's yeah there's just so much energy it's so subtle too there's so it's all such subtle but it's life it's transforming like it's you just explained how you now know that day where your hormones drop and you're dropping into a new phase and then you're able you have the tools right you know how to adjust your day so actually i've experienced that day this morning it here took me are. three hours to get here <laughs> mm. and it was me just saying you know, i have my spiritual practices and tools and guides and i just focused on those this morning because I woke up in such like a funky place and I looked at my yeah. cycle chart and I was like, oh yeah, that <laughs> happened like Makes a few sense. days earlier than I thought it might. So <laughs> that would in the past just throw me off for like a whole day, right? Yeah. I would go into a spiral. It's, it's the mind, body, spirit would all just kind of come like tumbling down for me. And now I have these like, yeah, these, these practices in place to support myself both physically, but also energetically and spiritually. And I really think it's just such a beautiful spiritual practice to observe our own shifts in energy every day and then see how they're connecting to the world mm -hmm. around us in nature. Also, in the I do a lot um, with astrology and my cycle. So yeah. it really connects a lot. I see a lot of connection to what's happening um, in the stars as well in my cycle. And so there's, and, and I've studied with the most amazing women and have the most amazing mentors. And this journey for each of them has taken them to different depths than it's taking me. So it's this like individual journey that's available for each of us and how it's going to unfold. There's like so much magic in and figuring that out. Yeah. So much magic and life changing. Yeah. I really, if you walk through that <laughs> portal, for me, it was because it's, it's it's a reality of our existence of so many of us and every month the yeah. same cycle happens the yeah. same things arise so once you really gain awareness around that and understand how can I start to flow with this river that happens every month kind of similar every month instead of rowing against it right you start to go pretty fast yeah, flow with the universe <laughs> really it light, do. It lightens up it lightens so much yeah. up yes 
And it's one of those things, and I say it's in like the most beautiful way that once you've seen it, there's no unseeing it. Yeah. Once you start to understand it. Yeah. And again, like we just talked about, and then it just starts to unfold in this kind of like spontaneous and beautiful and really magical way. Yeah. Yeah. I love you mentioned astrology because I realized maybe a year ago that my cycle shifted from full moon to new moon Mm. and now it's back to full moon and I forgot what it means do you know what it means when you cycle in one of those I love okay so (laughs) so like before artificial light actually most women would ovulate like together around the full moon and we would all bleed together around the new moon and and so if you but then with artificial light it it does things with messes with our hormones so (laughs) so unavoidable I said that so politely (laughs) I I have lots of my daughter came home the other night and I had like my blue light block being glasses on and my night shift on my computer and my like red hormone light on my computer and I was because I really was just like, I don't want to mess with my hormones as part of my cycle. Anyways, you know, there's a lot of like fun female biohacking and hormone biohacking things that you can get into. So but, but I love this um, Im- imagery of, yeah, like all of us kind of bleeding around the same time. And, and you've probably noticed you sync with other women. I, I lived with a lot of other women in college and we would sync up with our cycle. You know, it is a thing that that happens but I just also love this imagery of and if you think about it when the moon is fully illuminated it's still associated with this time of fertility right and abundance and that was when ovulation would occur so there's always been this connection between the moon and the menstrual cycle I mean there's like if it's an ancient thing and actually the menstrual cycles of the women in the communities used to be used to tell time because um, if you think about it they didn't have like all the the calendars yeah. and tools we have now so when the women would kind of like they were all had similar cycles and then they were looking and people would look at the moons and those two things together would tell and like keep time we were basically the kind the timekeepers wow. in our communities wow and yeah which i just think is so beautiful but we can mm. still see that today and there was there is significance women who were healers and who would support other women say like medicine women or doulas you know, people who would support other women would actually bleed on the full moon because the women would, I mean, this is, this is kind of like what the research has shown that it's so that they could support the women who were bleeding. Right. So they would have an opposite cycle and then they would have like the energy of their ovulation when the other women were bleeding. So you would have that. And it's really interesting when I started doing the work I do now, my cycle shifted to that wow yes yeah Yeah. and I'm still in it but it it rotates too so like you were saying Mm. because our because our menstrual cycles are about the same number of days so um, on average a menstrual cycle is 28 to 29 days yeah and the lunar cycle is 28 to 29 days so you will notice like shifts and so I do a lot of work with my clients on looking at like where you're at in your menstrual cycle and what you're experiencing physically and energetically and where the moon is at because if those don't align there's again it's just fun to play with the different layers and depths of how we can care for ourselves every day essentially so that we are thriving and, and how cool the, right is there for us yeah yes, <laughs> within it's right us here. it's just here <laughs> yeah yeah 
or here so down cool, the world right like how <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're just so connected to somehow everything that's around yeah and that I, we might never be able to explain how but undeniably it is and it's just I don't know call it magic yes <laughs> it's so cool. very like practical magic you you Don't may you start know. to notice after this yeah. like if you start to pay attention the moon can almost be a magnet it'll kind of it'll change your mm. cycle sometimes the mm. length of it if you get close to it mine it's almost it's like it's getting close and then it so it'll lengthen my cycle or shorten it a couple of days um here or there based yeah on the if there's a, especially if it's like a super moon or something right. like that and then my so it's cool. very interesting yeah the layers of things yeah. that you start to find that connect <laughs> yeah it's um, so yeah it's so yeah it's so magical it's beautiful yeah. yeah yeah and I love how it's also something that really connects so many of us yeah we really sync up We're we do connected. sync up yeah. yeah and just like I'm I love having this conversation and just being in conversation with women on this. Cause like you had said at the beginning, yeah. it is a very, it's still considered pretty taboo. And um, a lot of this information feels kind of hidden. And then once you start looking for it, yeah, you realize it's there, Yeah, but we're not taught it. Right. So, and there's not a lot of spaces where it's normal to talk about it. Yeah, no. no, exactly. <laughs> or to lead from Changing it, that. right? To lead yeah. from it is such yes. an amazing. It's so it's so powerful to be able to. Yeah, because you always lead that. from your truth. Like it's so, like for me, it's really once I started allowing my cycle to lead, <laughs> I started leading from my truth in every moment. Yeah, I'm becoming very aware. This is what my body needs and desires right now. This is then- what my edges are right now right and really leading from that in how I communicate yeah, yeah comes back and being able ways. to communicate it to others I, yeah. I had the honor of guiding a retreat of a group of women who do work throughout my community I'm Alaska native um, in southeast Alaska this last year and their community catalysts doing amazing and really big work throughout the region and um, I got to facilitate a multi-day retreat where they all came together and we worked through a cyclical framework um, on leadership and what that meant um, mm-hmm. for them and what that looked like. And they created this common shared language of, that has been this really beautiful way for them to like break down barriers between like their organizations and the sometimes really like con- con- work that's kind of can be have conflict in it because of the different kind of spaces that they're working in the region. So it was just such an amazing um, thing to be able to facilitate and witness the power of them, not only understanding like how they can lead cyclically, but then having the space, um, this like sacred space to be able to communicate to the women that they work with on a regular basis, their needs now in the work place so they're on a daily basis now able to have this shared language and if someone says like I I'd love it if you could lead this meeting for example because I'm in you know the my luteal phase um 
I'm in my menstrual void, <laughs> which is when your hormones like drop fully out. Right. And they're kind of like the morning I was having this morning. Right. And being able to just ask someone, Hey, would you mind starting this meeting? I just need to a little more time to listen and absorb in today's meeting versus speaking um, in today's meeting yeah. and, and being there's so much right um, empowerment and being able to first like understand our own uh, needs and then being able to communicate them to other women who also understand those. Yeah. I think this is where so much like transformation, there's so much opportunity um, in like the businesses. If we're building businesses that reflect this yeah. throughout the world, things like menstrual leave, not in the U S but in other countries, menstrual leave is starting to become like government mandated and in, in working its way into companies. I think the U S will hopefully get there at some point but if right if we as entrepreneurs and business owners are able to build that into our businesses yeah because we have the flexibility to do that right right how amazing and then hopefully yeah. like the larger systems will start to to follow suit and so we have mm. you know we have those like our our needs yeah recognized and validated yeah because we are different every day as women who are menstruating and we experience the world different every day. Yeah. <laughs> and to and have really some acknowledgement want... for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I really want, you know, businesses sometimes are scared to give, give women that space to do something their way. But I really feel, or I know, we know, know. if you allow us to do it our way, wow, well, we're going to show up. We're going to deliver just our way, just a little different. Right. And that, might be feel scary in the beginning because it's new and we don't know exactly yet how it's going to be and go but if you allow us to figure it out we're going to deliver because we want it we have that fire we're just suppressing the fire because we're going against ourselves yeah, yeah. and I love that the fear of it being different is really what's gotten yeah. us to where we are yeah now <laughs> of yeah there was a lot of fear of how connected and powerful women were and the power we held to be able yeah. to like physically create life but also to your point like like that power of creation has scared so many throughout history and so yeah. we've been but yeah where it's yes. the, yeah so we're in the time where it's all <laughs> becoming reawoken re it's yeah, slowly it's being reawakened. rewritten to how it always was yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so so much yeah oh, okay yeah, nicole so my fire will just keep burning <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll keep going. Don't worry. No, no, no. And we're we're already embodying it differently, right? So just by doing that, others will will also be like, oh, how do you do that? That seems fun and chill. Yeah. <laughs> and they will follow. Yeah. They will. It's actually really interesting. After I ran oh. this retreat, they I was asked to come back and run a session for the whole team, men and women, because the men. Yeah couldn't figure out what language the women were they were right. starting to work with each other in a new way and they were like yeah. wait we don't know this language yeah. so I actually got to teach them as well which was incredible mm, um, that is so cool yes so, really yeah. creating that shared language around it will really help us already yeah. release some of the fear exactly. yeah, yeah exactly. that's awesome yeah so one last topic I want to yeah. chat about with you which is so you work with women leaders founders and leaders and 
I was curious how you support them in learning the language of their body. Yeah, what does that question. actually mean? Like if someone's listening, it's like, how do I even um, do that? <laughs> yes, that's such a great question. So one of my, the number one thing that I start with, with everyone that I work with, again, no matter what we're working on, you know, like everybody comes to me wanting for a ton of a different outcome, but the underlying is that we first need to understand the language of our own body and our own unique cycle. Yeah. And so everybody we, I start with when we work with that, oh my gosh, and we work on first beginning to chart their cycle. And that is yeah. really that's the thing. Like if there's one place I could tell people to start, that's going to be it. Because until we know that language, it's really hard to then kind of put practical and tactical strategies or make any changes. Um, yeah. I mean, we can, right. But we're not going to really know how they're impacting us if we're not looking at it. Um, you know, it's like anything. Um, yeah. We don't have the foundations in place so we don't have the foundational understanding it's harder to be like strategic yes. with what we, we what don't know what the body's trying to tell we us we don't know what the body's trying us. to tell us yeah, yeah. sometimes we really, know like yeah <laughs> yeah and that's really the how our body is just always constantly in yeah. every moment even right now trying to guide us on our path it's always mm -hmm. trying to show us our path <laughs> yeah and how our body talks to us is a little different for all of us, but very often it's through sensations, it's through nudges, visions, right? Mm -hmm. And really feeling <laughs> through any of our senses, like, oh yeah, yep, yep, mm -hmm. nudge, nudge, little nudge here, little nudge there, or a pull, nope, not there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really, <laughs> it's different for all of us, but really, I feel in your work, it might also have more to do with, with the moods you go through right in the yeah different areas different yeah. sensations different area of the body yeah so we look a lot at I like to call them like the struggles and the sweet spots in your psycho so looking yes. that's physically mentally and emotionally so I, as you could probably guess from this conversation I'm a very holistic person so we're looking at like the three bodies really and we're mm -hmm. looking at them every day so I don't know I have a cycle this is my cycle chart <laughs> Yeah, I that people on podcast won't be able to see, but it's it's a tool that I have that I will be you guys have will have access to. And every day we just start by you would just start by writing down how you feel um, from a physical standpoint, emotional and energetic. And yeah. really, you want to do it for a minimum of three cycles to start to understand your own patterns. Because a lot of it's a very delicate system that we have inside of us. <laughs> the endocrine system is very delicate and things like stress, travel, change of environment, change of weather, the moon, what you're eating, your, what you're doing at work can impact mm -hmm. it. And so you really want to at least look to start at over three cycles to understand what's a pattern and what's maybe just not an occurrence from something that happened in your life. Yeah. And then you will also, you would also want to look at symptoms, any, anything you want to kind of take, get a deeper understanding of. So if it is mood swings, yeah. Starting to really pay attention to like, what are the days I get in a fight with my partner? Like, what are those days I want to quit my business and like burn everything down? Like, <laughs> what are those days I literally just feel like I can't get out of bed? I don't have like the drive to do anything I need to do. So, you know, starting to track those as well as 
the physical. And that's going to change again, depending on the person and what they're wanting to kind of like explore within their cycle. But those basic things, plus what's happening throughout our period, if we start to look at those over a few months, there's so much there. And then I, yeah, I do like cycle chart readings, like kind of like an astrology chart reading, but we go through your cycles charts and I teach you not only like, I not only kind of like take a look at them, but then help you understand how to read them so that moving forward, you can read your own charts and see, yeah, start to understand and interpret what the language of your body is Hmm. Um, because there's so many subtleties and nuances. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really big reminder how self-awareness is really the key to leadership. Yeah. self-leadership yeah. and to leading your life yes. your business your career your relationships exactly. your health yes, <laughs> it yes. And it, self-awareness it also it really just and you said this earlier which I loved is and I felt the same way on my journey like the awareness was everything yeah. I, and so empowering and so healing just to be able to say yeah. oh that yeah this is why I feel this way today and it's okay this is yes. my this is how my body, this is, this is just how I'm built. This is how I'm designed to feel this day. And that's okay. And say it's one of these days, like I had this morning, right? That's okay. And I have these, I have my toolkit of things that I know is going to serve and support me in that phase of my cycle. And I can start yeah. leaning into them when I start to feel those shifts. Love it. And then yeah, I got my chocolate can... waiting for me for later. <laughs> yeah. That's in my toolkit right now. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and then we can take it to that level of how are we, yeah, yeah, what are we doing in our business that day? How are we leading that day? How are we, you know, by showing up in our honesty and our truth and supporting ourselves in the way we need, and then hopefully getting to the point where we're, you know, communicating those to the, to those around us in our life as well. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Yeah. So Nicole, thank you. You have little gifts or an invitation for anyone who's listening um, to kind of start their their reconnecting to their cycle journey. Yeah. So we were just talking about cycle charting and I want to be able to, I'm really on a mission before the end of this year. I want to get as many women, I'd love to get like a hundred women going on charting their cycles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, so I wanted to offer not only the tool, but a like 20 minute consult or session with me where I will get you set up charting for yourself and we can I, we can figure out like where your cycle exactly starts and kind of some of the things you're experiencing and some of the things you may want to kind of take through the cycle charting process together but most importantly I'll give you the the tool it is a physical practice and so I just did want to say there's a difference between tracking your period with an app and cycle charting cycle charting is a daily mm-hmm. it's a daily mindfulness practice where you're actually putting pen to paper yeah um, which really helps us to like fully kind of translate and understand and embody what we're experiencing each day so yeah so you're welcome to dm me on instagram i know the link will be down below but it's at season and cycle and yeah we can get your your cycle charting 
session set up and get you going. Amazing. Yeah. I already did one with her, with Nicole, and I can tell you it is so worth it to take the time to really set yourself up in your cyclic journey to reconnect to what your body has been telling you all along and for you to understand it and to lead from that place of, of power that already is within so thank thank you so much yeah, Nicole thank you so I love this conversation yeah and I really hope it reaches far and wide this is so important I know that for me there was clearly a before and after me who understood what is actually happening in my body and how I can translate that and how I can nourish myself through my cycle so please 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 create space and time for yourself to do this it's so freaking worth it. Any last words, Nicole? A last insight, wisdom, something you want to share, advice? Just going to say, let's change the world together one period at a time, starting with oh, your yeah. own. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to connect with everybody. I'm Please joining do. your crew. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And mm -hmm. no, I hope everybody yeah, just has a lovely lovely rest of your season whatever season you're in while you're listening to this yay thank you thank you so thank much you. for sharing your fire with us thank you if this episode has served you consider sharing it with someone for whom it could make a big difference and to help them heal and rise and create a new perspective and please also tag us in your shares with what you loved about the episode at shewholeads.co on instagram or on linkedin also consider subscribing to our podcast and leaving me a five-star review so we can continue to grow together. And don't forget to register for our upcoming She Who Leads virtual circle. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in with me today. And until very, very soon.